This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Welcome into your weekend, everyone. Time for another smoking hot edition of The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. Good to be back. I'm Carmen DeFalco with... Mike North himself, and we have a smoking hot hour of sports and sports gambling to bring to you. Thanks to Randy Merkin for filling in for me last week. How was the show last week, Mike? It was outstanding. Randy took a couple subtle shots at me a couple times, you know, but I handled it, you know, like the pro that I am. You know, he said, Mike said this about Tiger Woods. Mike said that. I go, sure, why not? You know, basically, but you know what? We had a great time. We're doing a $25,000 bankroll that we started last week. Randy had a great winner with $1,000. I had a loser with $250 plus the juice. I had a loser with $1,000, but a winner with the $500. We're up $25,000, I think $125, Carm. So at the end, you can bet whatever you want. My goal is to get us to $100,000 to let people know if you just went with the odds couple, every casino in America would go under. Bankrupt. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to, you can bet $5,000, but... It's the three of us combined. I tailored it. Last week, I gave myself selfishly a $100,000 bankroll, but then I said, that's not right. The average Joe, if he could come up with 25000 that would be more in line, not that an average Joe can right. nowadays, especially. That just costs twenty five grand to fill your car exactly. up. Exactly. With the gas prices now, you've got to be taking a train. But that's why you need us now. <laughs> yeah. That's why you need the odd couple. Now, I just read, and this is the expansion of wagering and gambling where Illinois is setting records. The average resident is spending $903. Why wouldn't you tune into this show like you'd have a financial advisor for your house, for your car? You'd have an insurance agent. Let us be your key to happiness as far as maybe being able to buy a washer and dryer instead of blowing it. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, we'll try to uh, pad the pocketbook a little so that you could pay for those Absolutely. other things. Absolutely, and it's good to have you back, by the way. It's good to be back. It is. Uh, it's a what great... do you do? You fly over Florida for a couple hours and fly back? And you fly back. For three days, right? That's it. A couple That's days. That's a tough trip, but it, a good trip. In and out. Oh, it was great. It was absolutely yeah, fabulous. Good for you. You, can't, you get down to Florida this time of year, everything's green, you know? That's, you're sitting outside, the breeze is warm, you're like, oh, what are we, what are we yeah. doing up here? Mike? I mean, basically, <laughs> I just sit in my house paranoid and know, look out right, the window right. and hope it doesn't snow. Uh, I, me too. That's uh, it. It's a glorious time of year. You don't have to be a huge basketball fan to really get into this time of year. Mike and I will talk about some of the action tonight and this weekend, and we're just a week away from the start of the NCAA tournament, which is great. We've got baseball back, which is, uh, which is good. I mean, I, you know... I, I, I like the fact that they found a way to at least play the full season, that they're not going to let this thing spill deep into the summer and that you'd get some sort of weird 100-game season. Um, I, at least they got it done. So at the end of the day, it's not so bad, I suppose. Well, it was uh, sickening to see what's going on around the world and, and, and in other uh, with the inflation and with war and everything else. To see, I don't care how you look at it, people that will never, after their careers... Well, whether you're an owner or not, never have to worry about anything again. I mean, seriously. So I think that they didn't read the room right. I think that there was an urgency that baseball's needed at this time. I credit both sides. Uh, but quite frankly, they were on the back burner as far as uh, appealing to, I think, America as, as a whole with what's transpiring right now. 
Yeah, and you will spend a little bit more time on baseball later in the show. I do want to throw a few. uh, Now that we're starting to see some futures markets open up. Oh, it's going to be crazy now. Yeah, I mean, and now you've got to figure out how the, you know, there's still some big-time free agents. Uh, That'll sort itself out probably in the next week or so. But Mm -hmm. I I will spend some time as we go on tonight. Um, I'll circle back to some baseball. We'll look at the futures markets a little. We'll talk about some of the I'm glad they're back. That's all I'm going to say. I do want to also bring up the other big news. Um, You know, when Mike talks about baseball being on the back burner, I mean, you're not kidding. And The NFL just finds a way and has found a way in recent years to really dominate the calendar, even when they're out of season. I mean, the Super Bowl's been over a month, and they're Mm -hmm. still the biggest story. Free agency, basically, the legal tampering window starts on Monday, (laughs) you know, right (laughs) Right. when the brackets come out. It's unbelievable. Legal tampering. Legal tampering, Mike, yeah. This week alone, you've seen Russell Wilson get traded, and Aaron Rodgers announces he's going back, and uh, Carson Wentz gets traded, and Khalil Mack gets traded. And I think we should spend just a little time on that. It's going to be a cakewalk in this division for the Green Bay Packers. They're about a minus 200 to 300 favorite already. I don't see that changing as the Bears, uh, maybe even the Vikings at some point here. And we know the Lions are the Lions all enter rebuilds right. uh, in the NFC. Well, maybe. first of all, I, I don't believe that when you build a high built a house in Park Ridge. Mm. And after four years, I didn't say, let's tear it down. <laughs> uh, I didn't get rid of my brand new convection stove, which was Mitch Trubisky. And then uh, also get rid of our air conditioning, which was Khalil Mack, and say, we're going to rip the house down and build a new house. This is soap on par for the Bears. First of all, I'd just like to say... To Mitch Trubisky, good luck to you. I hope the best thing never happened yet. To Khalil Mack, good luck to you. Best thing never happened yet. Uh, I don't expect the Bear media. I don't expect Bear fans to understand this. But we were, if we had Trubisky and Mack, and Mack got hurt last year. I love Bear fans who were saying he was always hurt. He played 15 or 16 games. Every single year until last year. Bottom line is this. Did they ask to rework his deal? Did they ask him to defer payments? Did they ask him? To help. Well, and, and, they, and They already and, reworked his deal a couple of times. Well, so what? If you keep doing that, you're really putting yourself in a bad he's spot He's 31 years old. He's had one injury year, and now he's going to be with Bosa and the, and the L.A. Chargers. It's going to be great. Trubisky's going to sign a nice deal. Uh, whether he's a starter or not, I don't care. Everybody's been proven wrong about that. He's one of the most coveted free agents because I told everybody there was no class coming out in the draft. The Most of the garbage quarterbacks like Darnold and Bridgewater and everybody else signed with bad teams last year. Now they're in a rut. Mitch played his cards right. We'll see what happens. But the bottom line is, if you have Mitch Trubisky and Mack, you had Quinn, you had here, Eddie Jackson, Akeem Hicks, you want to get rid of players differently than Khalil Mack? I'd get rid of those two guys if they could. But see, here's the deal. L.A. only wanted one guy. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, and here's what they said, Carm. Usually when a player's done, and this is going to be the Bear fan look at things, oh, he was done, he was injured. No, usually when a player's done, folks, if you know anything about business or about baseball, football, basketball, or whatever, the former team takes up some of the slack on the salary. You know what the Chargers said? He had an injury year. He'll be back next year. If we can get 12 games out of him, it's worth it because he's going to be chasing down the best quarterbacks in football. And while we're on that, now the quarterback situation in the NFC is weaker than ever. Yeah. And now we decided to get weaker at quarterback and take our team apart when we could have been one of seven 
teams to make the playoffs with the with a regime that was made the playoffs two years ago, and now we got to worry about Detroit leapfrogging us. Well, they're wrong. Well, I'll say that. First of all, I don't think it's fair. You're right to say that Khalil Mack is done. I mean, no. I, 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 I think the very best version of Khalil Mack is outstanding. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that we'll ever truly see that again. Um, and in fairness, he was, even though he played in 2020, he was on the injury report a lot, Mike. I mean, he, he had back, shoulder, knee right. injuries that he was dealing with. But regardless, I, I do think Khalil Mack is still a, a good player. Well, if you're a very rebuilding the player. house, you don't get rid of the convection stove and what? then hope that you can get something better for the house. A second and fourth round pick, you should have gotten a live body for him, at least held their. T- but they see the Bear Fund office, folks, sees that savings. Okay, and I guarantee you they're not going to spend all that money. They won't. No matter what the cap situation is, they won't. They're going to maybe save up. And by the way, uh, everybody's got faith in this new regime. They're the secondary crew from the Indianapolis Colts that were funneled in by Bill Polian. When are Bear fans going to wake up? Yeah, we were like know. we're like the Indianapolis Colts farm team right now. I wish they had the actual Indianapolis Colts uh, structure. I wish they had Bill Polian. <laughs> that that much I wish for sure. Uh, my, my, I'm, that much I wish for sure. You're right. I, yeah. um, what happened? I'm, no, I popped out. I popped out my headphones. I were. I'm so yeah, excited boy, I'll tell over you, here. The my, thing I mean, really, my headphones are popping out. But no, I, I uh, the only other thing I'll say about Mac and trading him now. I mean, uh-huh. this is the if you were going to do it, this is the out in the contract because the cap hit goes crazy in the mm-hmm. final two years of his mm-hmm. deal. Mm-hmm. I, the Bears roster is not good. I don't think Ryan Poles likes it at all. Now, I don't know that Ryan Poles will make the right decisions. He like I, the I have no idea. Either, Carm. He might not. You're right, you know Mike. Why? I mean, he might not. I- if you love the quarterback, then you pick up Khalil Mack. Somebody said it on Twitter. They loved Trubisky. They loved the direction. They went out and picked up people. Yeah. You got Justin Fields. They're getting rid of people. He, he might not like him. You're right. He I don't think like he him. likes the roster at all. I Did can't you see say the press I, conference? I blame him. Yeah, yeah no, cold. you're right. They cold-fished Fields. I, I think he cold-fished a lot of guys on the roster, to be honest. And so I I do think it makes some sense in terms of where you are right now. You're, the Bears aren't competing for anything in 2022. That's a well, reality. that's the problem because they did it to themselves and Nagy. That's why he's gone. The bottom line is, Carm, I know you told me one time, you know, I'm sick of Trubisky. Here's one thing I know about Bear fans. They're not patient. Wait till next year when we win four games. Wait. And then wait till the year after. Because I'm telling you right now, this was the wrong way to go about it. And so far, I've been proven right now. If Trubisky ends up being a second-string quarterback or a bust, if he gets paid by a pretty good organization, I think he's going to be pretty good. But we'll see what happens with that. But the bottom line is, I believe we're worse off than we were two years ago. Are you uh, better off now? I, uh, than no, you not were? right now. I mean, right now, you, what you hope is that they don't screw up another rebuild. I mean, but you're rebuilding after you had a house that made the playoffs two years ago. It was in Home and Residential Magazine as a top ten home two years ago, and now it's a ghetto. Yeah, I don't get it. They were I eight don't. and eight. They barely. That, so what? Uh, that doesn't matter, Carm. Yeah. They barely made it. The argument that that's you're too good to make that argument. Not they even made that they the barely playoffs. made it, but I mean that that so. I, but at eight and eight, like where where were they really going with that roster? They we got, got their, rid of a quarterback that threw six touchdowns in one game. 
One oh, game. Stop. He's one game. We're gonna look at one game. We're gonna look at one game. Like I wouldn't tell you Mitch well, Trubisky's not, bad because he threw four interceptions in one game. Well, I mean, we're gonna look I, at well, one game. Look at well, then read his stats to me. We'll go over oh, the whole oh, oh, like yeah. Here, twenty nineteen. His whopping seventeen touchdowns and ten interceptions and three thousand passing yards and eighty three quarterback well, rates are just mind boggling. I mean, that's the play call. They won. See, when you're twenty nine and eight. Eight and eight is not winning. You eight know and eight what? is five hundred. Let me tell you, all I can say is you took your kids on a trip to see somebody else, Tom Brady. That was well, watched Justin true. Fields crap the bed or whoever was quarterback. It was Justin Fields. You traveled across oh, the country to see good football. Yes, but what does that have to do with it? Well, you we got to show we... your kid what good football is. Mitch about. Trubisky, Tom Brady? No, but Mitch Trubisky not. is better than Justin Fields. He's not Brady, Tom either. But he's not. Hey, but he's not. He's not Justin Trubisky either. I, yeah, I don't listen. I mean, when you argue against Trubisky it, after the debacle we saw last year, I just let you roll. But I, I again, I don't roll. know how it's arguing against Trubisky. I'm not sure I, I ever am going to fully LeBron understand. George, this well, because argument. he hasn't been replaced. Well, I mean, you had one year of a rookie. All right, and he might not be good. I don't know. But well, Jay Glazer's already made it clear I, it's mixed reviews. Now, something I said two year, a year ago, you don't draft Ohio State and, and you don't bring him to the Bears and say, hey, I'm, I'm not blaming Justin Fields. Look who they're left with, Mooney, with 66 catches. Yeah, I mean. They ruined Allen Robinson's free agency. They ruined it. He had a quarterback. Here's what I do know. Him and Trubisky teamed for 200 receptions in two years. Yeah. Last year he had 32, went on the injury list. I think a lot of Bears, not not Allen maybe, I can name some players that are on the team still coming, I think you can't do, who make big bucks on defense and offense, who basically sat out. Who sat out a lot last year, and you could say Mac, but his his no, but he but he had a broken foot. I mean, that's yeah, that's exactly legit. Right, yeah, Tom. that's legit. Exactly I, you could probably right. find a couple other guys though. You're oh, right. I I know you and, and I, I. Eddie Jackson. I don't know what's happened, to Eddie Jackson. I really How about don't. About Hicks, he sits out the Green Bay game and comes back from Minnesota yeah. the next week, and he was fine, and then he sits out again. Yeah, the, 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 I mean that I, that, I, that whole I also, thing. I also wonder if like this is the start of more things to come here if they try to parse through like some of the maybe if you want to call it like the excess fat on this. Well, roster. here I, I'll agree with you on this. Maybe they had to get rid of that money. But um, they, I don't. I don't even know if it's about just the money. I just think it it okay. gets them some more draft capital of anything. Well, I think Coles wants to try to rebuild the maybe roster. Maybe it does. But if you keep Quinn. Jackson, yeah, Smith, and everybody else. I know. Then your rebuilding is ridiculous. Is is not on your take ridiculous? Their take on rebuilding is wrong. Yeah, my my guess is Quinn is dangled at the deadline. To be honest, that, if like, they can if get him, yeah. don't forget he had a bad year and a good yeah. year. Uh, uh, Eddie Jackson, bad year, bad couple years. A uh, Rokon Smith is a good ball player, but really, when you stop and think about it, I think they could have retooled. Instead of rebuild and been competitive for a playoff. Boy, I don't know. but uh, Otherwise, they misjudged everybody on defense. And and, and they never did invest on offense. You and I have talked about that. And they don't know how to put together an offense properly. All right, we got to take a break. When we come back, we will talk with Luke Pergandy. So uh, good time of year. We got players. We got uh, conference tournaments this weekend. So there are a bunch of hot tickets at PropSwap. We'll talk to Luke about that. I do want to circle back to baseball, and we'll go through some of the Big Ten tournament games coming up this afternoon and tonight in Indianapolis. So don't go anywhere. We're coming right back inside the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeValgo and Mike North on ESPN 1000. 
This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Welcome back inside The Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco with you each and every Friday. You can get us on the app, ESPN Chicago app. Uh, you can check out the podcast there every Friday night and then Saturday morning as well. You'll get the encore replay from 8 to 9 before Connor McKnight and White Sox Weekly. Uh, let's say hello to uh, a guest that joins us each and every week, and we love them, and there are a bunch of hot tickets this time of year. What a glorious time it is uh, to be shopping on the PropSwap app and PropSwap.com. He's one of the founding members. Luke Pergandy joins us. Oh, Carmen. What's man. up, Carmen? Hey, Mike. What's up, Luke? What's up, Luke? This, How are we doing? We're doing great. Uh, this time of year is fabulous. I know for you guys, especially with uh, what a lot of people consider to be the fifth golf major and the players, um, that's good for you guys. But college basketball has got to be uh, in, a, in a big way front and center here over the next week or so for you guys, right? Yeah. Yeah. Come uh, come Sunday night, we'll have brackets in our hands. So it's, it's go time. Um, and there's already kind of been some madness. You know, Baylor goes down to Oklahoma. Of course, Loyola Chicago's former head coach that's right. did that. Uh, with Porter Moser, um, and then you know Duke almost went down uh, to Syracuse. So it's, Arizona almost lost to Stanford. I mean, there's been there's been some near upsets already, and you know it's all about the path that these teams will get on Sunday night. So you know, getting in now and being able to find you know Duke, who's fourteen to one odds. Now that Baylor just lost to Oklahoma in the first round, like does Duke get a one seed instead of Baylor, possibly? You know, so if you can get Duke at fifteen to one before that happened, and then they get a one seed, the odds will drop to eight to one. You typically aren't going to see a one seed uh, with higher than ten to one odds. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, if they had that Duke ticket and that happens, you can already flip that at props off for a huge profit. You know what, Luke? We talked about this last week, and uh, you know, we're going to be objective about this. We brought up the the MVP race in the NBA, and I have been saying, I said it for the past two, three weeks, even on this show, that the Harden deal, you know, he's going to end up uh, uh, hurting Embiid. He's got, I, I, he's somewhat to me of a malingerer. He gets fed on purpose. We saw a display last night uh, oh. that really uh, hit home, and hopefully, people will start to call out Harden like they call out people like Aaron Rodgers, who have actually produced a championship, and they won't give him the benefit of the doubt. Jokic has been on fire. Incredible. Uh, If you have, and if you think Embiid's the MVP, go right ahead. I've been charting uh, Jokic the last two weeks. As good a two weeks as I've seen any center ever have, if you want to call him a center. How's that looking right now? Yeah, no, it's a good point. Uh, so they play each other on Monday night. I'll, I'll fortunately be at that game in mm-hmm. Philadelphia. Um, Sixers Nuggets. So we'll see how those two kind of play off each other. Yeah, I mean, uh, the Harden, and, and we're talking about Thursday night's game, that Sixers, like Harden played way worse than Embiid did. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I thought that that, that uh, almost fight that Embiid and Durant had was yeah, pretty cool. That like, was that, good. That reminds me of, like, <laughs> Yeah, it was like 90s basketball, so that was that was great. And, um, you know, I, those two are two of the best basketball players I've ever seen play. They're just incredible, so it was great to see those guys go out. If I hear you, I mean, um, how does Harden's play impact Joe? Like, Joe didn't play well either on Thursday night, so I'm not excusing his play, but Harden certainly played worse. Harden was like one of eight to start. Um, but, yeah, I mean – my concern with the Jokic argument is voters like to spread the award around. This is true in the NFL. It's true in the NBA. 
and there's bias there. They they want to give multiple players awards because I think that that sells more tickets, and then you know all the Philadelphia fans can be happy about Embiid, and that just in turn will will drive uh, ticket sales and TV revenue. So I guess that would be my my largest concern if you're if you're pushing for Jokic to win just because he won last year versus Embiid, who's never won. But obviously, coming out of Thursday's game, the Nets dismantled the Sixers in Philadelphia without Ben Simmons. Well, it's close, guys. And, uh, yep. I, I mean, Embiid's minus 110, Jokic is plus 125, and then yep. Giannis is 5-1. to one. Everybody else has fallen. I mean, it's really one of those three, and it's probably one of the two that we've been talking about, Embiid and Jokic. Because last week, Embiid had a bigger minus, and he's starting to gain yeah. now because we're looking at what he has around him and what he's actually doing. It is I, I, I think what Joker's doing is incredible. Yep. That, that roster without Jamal Marino Brutal. still being hurt, that roster without Jokic is right, you know, this season without yep. Murray, without Porter, that, that that's not a 500 team. They're nope. 40 and 27. Yeah. I mean, they're not a 500 team. They're not <laughs> with without Joker. He's just, he's that good. So um, what's, what would you say if you could pinpoint like um, one or two, like really great value tickets, maybe for the weekend, if it's somebody at the players, like some Tommy Fleetwood, uh, props that are for sale or like going into the tournament, as you were talking about, Luke, looking for a team with slightly longer odds that might be a little dark horse for NCAA. Do you have anything that comes to top of the mind yeah. that uh, are yeah. on sale right now? For sure. So we have a, we have Fleetwood tickets available for sale. He's the leaderboard. He's on top of the leaderboard at this point. So that's an interesting guy you can pick up for the players. Obviously, with golf, you can buy and sell all day long throughout mm-hmm. the tournament, throughout each round. Um, I like Providence at 90 to 1. Mm. Um, they may get a two seed. Wow. Uh, worst case, a three seed. So to get a three seed at 90 to 1 odds, <sighs> I think is great value. Um, University of Illinois, we've been selling at 40 to 1. Um, they also may be in that two or three seed range. Um, and then UCLA, you can get at 30 to one, all kind of the same team. So you know, Providence clearly with the highest odds of those three. Um, but I still like UCLA and Illinois, um, kind of in that, that middle of the road, 30, 40 to one. Perfect. Um, and then, USC, you can still get at a hundred to one. The Pac-12 is good. Like Arizona is definitely a top two team in the country, and uh, they they had some trouble with USC. They lost to USC, mm-hmm. um, and you know UCLA is a great team. So at any any team that you have a good feeling about in the Pac-12, but those two California schools I mentioned, I think are both some good value. Great stuff, buddy. Uh, enjoy it. Enjoy that game uh, next week, and we will catch up, uh, and we'll be in the thick of it. And when we talk next Friday, the NCAA tournament will be underway, so we'll have a lot to catch up on next Friday. Okay. Sounds good, guys. See you, buddy. There's Luke Pergandy. Sonny <laughs> in the pit. It's our guy. By the Love. way. Yes. Randy Merkin tells everybody last week, the PSA of all time. What was it? Watch Mike's Twitter feed mm. on Sundays mm. for golf. Golf. Pick my third straight winner. Went Scheffler five hundred five to one. Went uh, four guys behind him. I thought that a couple of the other guys were going to cash in. It didn't work out, but I did get him at plus one twenty five. So we won some more change. So make sure you keep abreast of that because yeah. I picked the winner the week before the same way. Because you know what, Carm, a favorite like 
I don't know, Nick Watney or even Hovland or somebody like that, they're not the same type of favorites as a Rom, even a DJ That's when they true. got the lead. Yeah. So you can gain on these guys. I had two weeks ago uh, I, the field against Berger. He collapsed on yeah. Sunday. Yeah. There's a big difference between a Berger-type favorite, Tier B, and a John Rom favorite who you may have a problem catching. Good point. Yep. yep. All right, so make sure you follow Mike on yep. Twitter for that, uh, and especially this weekend with the players. Oh. Uh, so uh, at North to North on Twitter for that. Uh, we'll talk some uh, more college basketball when we come back. we got a lot of great games tonight and this weekend. We'll spend time on that, and we'll look at some baseball futures props now that baseball is coming back. Don't go anywhere, folks. We're just getting warmed up. Carmen and Mike with you on this Friday night, cruising along inside the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Welcome back inside The Odds Couple, everyone. Presented by PropSwap. Every week, Mike and I with you. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco. Uh, we're here with you on ESPN 1000. Of course, you can always download the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. We've got Big Ten tournament, ACC tournament semis tonight. All kinds of fun stuff rolling uh, through the weekend. Selection Sunday right around the corner. When we come back next Friday, we'll be in the midst of breaking down uh, the NCAA tournament. We'll be uh, uh, a full day in when Mike and I record the show yep. next Friday. So, uh, great time of year. You don't even have to be a diehard college basketball or basketball fan for this. It's just so exciting. Uh, let's uh, get into some of the Big Ten cool. tournament action in Indianapolis, boys. Uh, I know Randy's very excited about this one oh, tonight. Yeah. You got the MSU-Wisconsin game. Wisconsin's laying two and a half. Total in the game is 138. I think the biggest question might be just how healthy is Johnny Davis's ankle. He took uh, kind of an awkward fall on a, on a foul in that Nebraska game. He has deemed himself ready to go. Uh, MSU had a tough time stopping him in the regular season. They did win one of those games against Wisconsin, but uh, Davis popped for 25 in both and shot better than 50% from the floor in those two games this year. So uh, the only trend I see going into this matchup, Mike, is that both teams have played to the over recently. Five of their last seven for both teams have gone over the total, and the total in this one is just 138. This is a, uh, a stay-away game for me, to be honest with you, but I will say this. I mean, the first year he was a coach, I remember Dan McNeil and other people making fun of him because I said he was going to be a great coach. It's Tom Izzo. Tom Izzo? But Tom, yeah, I, saw, I called it the first year. I don't know. I just got lucky. But I don't know if he can perform miracles. I think Michigan State, I, Wisconsin, I think the, nobody talks about this. The Jawan Howard incident, I'm not just saying that it was a galvanizing thing with the team. Uh, but uh, you've seen what's happened to Michigan, and you've seen the opposite, what's happened to Wisconsin. Mm. Uh, we can bring Randy in. Randy yeah, didn't think – Randy didn't – and yeah, don't forget, folks, uh, fourth segment, what about Randy? <laughs> yeah. I, but I got to tell you, even Randy, a uh, uh, pessimist at best about this team, I don't think anybody really believes that, that Wisconsin still won the title and good for them because they're, a, they're, they're an organization that has gotten better – over the last two decades as, as, as a team. Am I right, Randy? Uh, absolutely. I mean, it, the foundation was set by Bo. But, yeah, right. But Greg Gard, who was his, his assistant for a long time, has kind of changed the system a little bit to get better recruits in, kind of made the offense uh, a little more high-paced. But, uh, no, I mean, I, I, I still think everyone to this right now doesn't think this team has any chance to make a run in the tournament mm-hmm. just because their offense goes away for such long periods of time. 
When you have but a player they like play Johnny, hard. yeah, they do, and they then they guard. They always do. They yeah. guard. They never take a play off. It seems like they always got some unknown guy going, coming out of nowhere. What do you think about tonight, Merck? Uh, I I think they'll win tonight. I okay. actually, yeah, I think they're going to win tonight. Two and a half. Yeah, I would spread. lean that way. I would lean that way because Michigan State, even if they're at Wisconsin or wherever they're playing them, to be an underdog to them is is. I think a reflection not only on Wisconsin being good, but Michigan State maybe not being completely up to par. I know Mike's got, uh, I think, uh, maybe a play and some thoughts on Penn State-Purdue. We could save that if we want for uh, best plays a little bit later on. I'll just say this. The contrast in offense here is staggering. Um, And Penn State making a nice little run, getting to this point, playing on Friday night in Indy. But, uh, boy, I mean, Purdue's offensive, you know, adjusted offensive efficiency is the best in the country. Now, they struggle to stop people, but it's number one in the country. Penn State ranks out 129th, so a big, big disparity in terms of how these teams play offense and how efficient they are in offense, and the Boilers have really dominated this matchup lately, and they are 3-0 all-time straight up against the Lions in the Big Ten turn, but Mike's got uh, some thoughts on that one a little bit later on. We got the semis in the ACC going on. I think Miami-Duke could be good tonight uh-huh. uh, in the Garden. Duke apparently dealing with a little bit of an outbreak of uh, food poisoning, I guess. So that'll be an interesting thing to follow. The Canes needed overtime to beat Boston College, which is kind of scary because Boston College stinks. But Miami did upset Duke as 15-point underdogs earlier this season. Before yesterday, the Canes were 6-1-1 one, and one against the number in their last eight. They're catching nine tonight. This always seems to be the game where Jim Laranaga can coach his guys to a spot where maybe they pull a sneaky upset or they're a sneaky good pick to cover nearly a double-digit spread, Mike. Yeah, you know, you don't know how to handle this. Uh, the last really remembrance that you have of Coach K, and I think he'll never forget it is how they crapped the bed at home mm. in his final games at Cameron if you will but uh, I look at uh, the nine point spread I think that the Duke players were tight uh, look you go to play in front of Christian Leitner nobody talks about this you had every great Duke player that night staring down at you okay expecting you to carry the mantle even though they have some good players. They don't have players like they used to get, yet they still had a great season. I think that the pressure's off them. I think that Coach K is the better coach, even though I like Laranega. Mm-hmm. I would lean Duke. All right. A good I mean, a lot of people game. are going to take that nine, Carm. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's it's kind of tasty, like a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. like, it's like you know, the unexpected second plate of ribs that the yeah. management gave you. You didn't, <laughs> you didn't expect it to come, but it came. And it's a thing of beauty. Right. Uh, when we were talking to Luke Pergandy a little while ago, he had mentioned Porter Moser in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Night, I mean, they upset Baylor yesterday. They're playing Texas Tech Well, how tonight. about Loyola winning with the new guy? Uh, I mean, come on. It talk worked about, out for everybody. I know. You. Uh, uh, it, I wouldn't have gotten rid of Porter Moser. I would have paid him. But I'm different. I wonder if it would even have mattered, though, right? Was Porter ready to move on, like take a step into the try to compete with well, the big boys? To, I think if you offer him a ton of money, mm. but let's face it, Sister Jean, what's her salary? I, mean, I don't know. Let's At be honest point. about it. Not only is she a, uh, the elder statesman, she's the chaplain of the team and right. stuff like that and the motivating force. But, but Porter Moser, if you have the right amount of money, 
I think that he would have built himself a DePaul-like presence, and, and it looks like they are anyway with their own campus yes, right. facility. I mean, I cannot believe, folks. I'm sorry. With DePaul, for years, I said they need an on-campus facility. <laughs> they right. get a place that they build where Mixed Field was? I'm, I, I, are you people out of your mind I'll never all these it. years, and they do it wrong? I know, I'll never understand it either. I think you're well, it was a money right. deal. I suppose I know land in Lincoln Park is hard to come by and it's expensive, but uh, but you I, have a facility. You could build a Cabrini Green. You could. That's where everybody wanted it. And now, or on campus. I mean, I look at Cameron Indoor Arena. You look at on campus facilities. I don't mind. Okay, you built them a new stadium, but you make it as hard to get to a Soldier Field almost. I I, I know. Come on. DePaul still has an endowment, ladies and gentlemen, of nine hundred and fifty million dollars. And mean, let me ask you this: So, Carmen. yeah, I think you're right. When they went to <laughs> Rosemont, and I love all those people there. They're the greatest. I know them all. Great leadership over there, but. When they went there, what was everybody saying? How could you be so far away from your right. uh, uh, college? And then they do the same, same thing. Same thing, the other direction. Unbelievable. One other thing about uh, Oklahoma real quick. They've got Texas Tech tonight. Uh, and the Sooners, 4-0 straight up, 3-0-1 mm-hmm. against the number in their last four. They're catching 7.5. I think they – so they already beat Texas Tech once. They beat Baylor. I think they have four or five wins against the top 20. Sure. Do they need to win the Big 12 tournament to get in? Or if they win – Tonight, would that make a good case for Oklahoma, or did they just bury themselves with that rough streak in the middle of the season? I think they buried they themselves. themselves. I think Texas yeah. Tech wins anyway. Okay. I yeah. mean, I don't know what yeah, the money I, line I kind of think you're right. But Lenardi yeah. has them right now as last four out. Oh, so they're that close yeah. then. Lenardi does have them. So well, like a win tonight what? might go a long way for... In all deference from being around college basketball for a long time, this is one of the weakest bubbles of all time, in my opinion. There's a lot of... Yeah, teams. I think you're right. This I mean, look at Xavier. Open. Yeah. Xavier, wait, they're four and six. They're they're they're, un, they're under five hundred in their conference, mm. and they got a shot. Mm. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I think it's. There's uh, a lot of teams. You should you should have a winning record in your conference to even have a chance and start going to these. I mean, there's some schools that have twenty four wins that still got to prove themselves in smaller leagues. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it seems pretty wide open this year too. Last yeah. year, it's, it certainly felt like Baylor and Gonzaga were the two best, yeah. and certainly those are the two teams that made it to the title game. This year, it does feel a little bit more open. You know um, what? I got to tell you real quick. I yeah. bet a team that I got, and I, it, it was suggested to me. I watched them. I don't know if they're, they're going to play in NIT. I mean, they, 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 they're the best team in their league. I don't even think they're going. When did, where did Bellarmine come from? Bellarmine, yeah. The last couple of years, I feel like, right? They're like, they play at Freedom Hall <laughs> in Louisville, and they've stolen the thunder. Yeah. Bellarmine. Bellarmine. I bet them. Bellarmine. Bellarmine, I think it is, right? Isn't Nobody right? has the right pronunciation. <laughs> Who are these people? The last couple of years, like Bellarmine's come out of nowhere. Uh, out of nowhere. Uh, we got I never guy, had, They were never around. It's I think hilarious. they were built in 1950. It's so great. Yep. We got our guy Jim Miller coming up Jim next. Jim He'll give us some ponies. Uh, we'll talk a little bit of baseball futures markets and then give you best plays before we're out of here. So we got more to do. Don't go anywhere, folks. Mike and Carmen coming right back inside the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to The Odds Couple with Mike North and Carmen DeFalco on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN 1000. And 
Entering the home stretch on the Odds Couple, presented by Prop Swap. We're going to get our guy Jim Miller here in just a second. But as we were going into break, Mike was talking about Bellarmine. And you're right, Mike. Here's why they're, even though they won the Atlantic Sun, unbelievable. Why they're not going is because, so they beat Jacksonville, but yes. Jacksonville gets the automatic bid because Bellarmine, which is a small Catholic school in Louisville, as Mike said, yep. is new to Division One. Uh, having been promoted from D2 in 2020. And by the way, they're building, like, quietly this ridiculously strong basketball program it's at Bellarmine. It's a Catholic school, yeah. and it's, they play at Freedom Hall where Denny Crum and the Louisville right. Cardinals used to romp. Now, because they've only been in D1 for two seasons, oh, the NCAA does not allow those teams to play in postseason tournaments. That's to, they, they, they should be, be given a top That's seed. ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's more nonsense from the NCAA. So Mike was 100% right. Yep. Like Bellarmine won that conference, but yep. will not be going to the tournament. So there you go. Maybe the we'll, NCAA always there to make the wrong moves. Right. I, but maybe we'll be talking more about Bellarmine in Absolutely. years to come. Alright, let's get our guy in here. Um, I mean, he's been red hot uh, oh. up until last week, but hey, you know what? Even uh, even the best sometimes, uh, you know, even Mike Trout goes over three sometimes, right? Yeah. So let's bring or, him in. Or, gonna... or sits out because he's hurt. Oh. <laughs> well, touche. Yeah, he's going to get back on the horse <laughs> this weekend. Uh, pun intended. He is the expert handicapper from Hawthorne Racecourse, where there is harness racing all weekend long. Say hi to Jim Miller, everybody. Jimmy! What's up, Jim? Boys, I love that a bad week is my horse is running second, fourth, and fifth. I'll take yeah. that if that's going to be a bad week. And how you won like 10 out of your last 15. And, and people, okay. and Jimmy, people only bust balls when, oh, Jimmy, you over three. How dare you? They yeah. only they only let you hear it when you go over three. It's right. unbelievable. You pretend I don't like mind you it at all. You're the you, best. You know what, guys? Here, here's the thing. I've been a public handicapper for 25 years, so I, I have to pick every race of every day at Hawthorne. There may be races that I don't love at times, but at the same time, I have to give some guidance on those races. It's part of the job. Hey, sometimes you're on fire. Sometimes you have a tough week. It happens. That's yeah. all right. We get back in the saddle, like you said, and we come, come back this week. Uh, you guys are going to have racing all weekend. We got St. Paddy's Day festivities and college, uh, you know, postseason tournaments happening. I mean, I would imagine a lot of fun at the track. And Sunday, it's going to be cold um, tonight and tomorrow. Uh, but Sunday looks like it's going to be a, a sort of a pleasant day. So good weekend to get out to the track, right, Jimmy? Yeah, it's a good weekend to get out of the track. And, and a reminder, we have the Points Best Sportsbook. If you want to bet in Illinois College, you have to do it on site. So you yeah. can do it at Hawthorne. That's one of the things for those that want to uh, play those teams in the tournament. But, yeah, it's going to be busy with the tournament and live racing. It's going to be a ton of fun. Yeah, and you know what, Jimmy? The handle's going to be better because of that, because you can go and bet uh, the Illinois teams and stuff like that. I mean, uh you got to loosen the rope a little bit, but it seems like that's a big attraction right now for you guys. Yeah, and it, it is, and, and it's a start. And like you say, Mike, it, it is. It's it's really only a start, but at least it's something where we're not going to run into the situation we ran into last year where Illinois is playing Loyola and nobody yep. can bet on them. Oh. So that's one of the things that, that's really important, and when you can cross that over with live racing and games start early in the morning and they go late at night, so they're going to be overlapping with our racing. People are going to watch games bet on racing, so hopefully we can give them a way to make a little bit of money on both ends. Absolutely. All right, what do we like this weekend, and where are we going uh, to put some money down on the horses? All right, only one derby prep this weekend. It's the Tampa Bay Derby at Tampa Bay Downs, so that's race number 11. We're going to bet the nine ship stational across the board. This is a horse that should come flying late, and it's 5-1 to one in the morning line. And then two horses at Hawthorne on Saturday. Race number two, bet the three Magic Knight across the board, and race number three, 
bet the six, seven times a charm across the board. Both horses should give really good trips. All right, we'll play uh, all these horses across the board, ladies and gentlemen. So bet them win, place, and show. Tampa Bay Derby at Tampa Bay Downs, the Tampa Derby. Uh, that is the 11th race tomorrow at Tampa Bay Downs. The nine horse across the board, and then two at Hawthorne Saturday night. The second race, the three horse, and the third race, the six horse, both across the board, correct? That's right, boys. Let's build a bankroll for Sunday. Jimmy, good stuff. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, pal. Right, you got it. Good luck. There Jimmy! Hey, nay! It's our guy, Jim Miller. Yep. Uh, follow him at Hawthorne Jim on Twitter. All right, so we've got mm-hmm. some World Series odds, Mikey. Baseball's coming back. Mm-hmm. Dodgers are your favorite right now. We still have some big free and agents what, to sign. They're 6-1, to one, the Dodgers. Oh, really? That's yep. not too bad. Dodgers are 6-1. to one. Astros are 9-1. to one. And then the White Sox are your third choice with the Mets and Yankees at 11-1. to one. So a lot of expectations I'll take the White on the Sox, Sox over the Yankees because the White Sox got better pitching. The Yankees, the Yankees could go out and get all the hitters they want. They better show up their pitching. I can't disagree with you there. Yeah, I think the, I think the Mets are somewhat intriguing. Like yeah. if they could get a healthy season out of Degrom, if Jacob Degrom could pitch a full healthy season, like with the addition of Scherzer, they added Escobar. I think the Mets are a little intriguing. Yeah, at eleven to one. Um, I was looking at the win totals. The Dodgers have the highest win total at ninety five. <laughs> White Sox have a ninety one and a half win total. Wow. I'll tell you one that I, I think sh- it would be higher. Boy, I tell you, it's still 91. Of, 91 and a half. I'm glad they're playing the full schedule. I know, I am too. Because that would have just confused the hell out of everybody about totals and about everything else you would have had to adjust, maybe uh, make a new schedule. The whole thing would have been a nightmare. Um, I'm looking at some of these totals, How about the Mike? Cubs? What are they, about 40? The, the, Cubs, the Cubs are 72 and a half. They're 100 yeah. to 1 to win the World Where Series. Where are they without Frankie Schwindel? I don't know. That's a great question. I love that guy. <laughs> Frank Schwindel. I'll tell you the one team I, I I circled when I just perused the totals, and I, mm-hmm. I hate to say it because they're in the Sox division, but the Tigers' win total is seventy-seven and a half. They won seventy-seven games last year, and I think they're only going to get better. I mean, they've got two of the top seven or eight yeah. prospects in baseball that are yeah. probably going to play there this year, and they got the arch the arch uh, enemy the. The uh, arch criminal and well, AJ Hinch. Say what you want, but he can. Yeah. I think he can manage. I don't. I just think like their win well, total last year was sixty eight. They won seventy seven games. The guy can manage. He can manage. The guy he at can. a buzzer oh, sitting next to him. He can manage. He, yeah, he got managed to be suspended for a year. But you know what? I will say this: Alex Cora can manage. He was doing the same thing. Yeah, Look I don't at know. why. Why do the good ones? Have to cheat. Why did Belichick have to? Why cheat? did Bobby? Well, we don't. Why did Bobby? What? It's like Bobby Fisher cheating. He's the best <laughs> in chess. You don't cheat. I don't think you could cheat in chess, can you? That'd be amazing. Well, yeah, if you could, the queen. <laughs> you know, you can move it anywhere you want. You know, hey, Carp, listen. Somebody drops a drink, they look down. You can move to pieces. Let's be honest about it. <laughs> That's good. huh? That's funny. Not that I've ever done that. <laughs> That's funny. And the same thing goes for poker. Oh, I love it. I mean, it. anything you want to do. All I right, mean, what... I, everybody saw a Casino. The poor guy <laughs> with the buzzer got his hand broken. <laughs> you know I what? Love That's that right. Scene. That's where they come in with the chainsaw, yeah. and I say, "Why don't you just let me have the coronary now and call an ambulance?" I love it. Goes, right? Next, next time you're going to get that. So we catch you in here again. Next time we're going to use that saw. Oh my god! <laughs> Throw him in the alley. Tell the cops he got hit by a car. Look what they did to my hand, <laughs> it's man! It's the best. I love it. I love it. All right, before we get out of here, any yeah. best plays that we want to give out for tonight, Mikey? I'm just taking Purdue on the money line. Purdue money spread. line. I like it. I'm taking them against Penn State. I'll probably get murdered, but you know what? That's what I'm going with, and I would like to tell everybody, follow me throughout the week. And also, I mean, this is being – 
tape before uh, the great show of Carm and Yurko. By the way, I've lost my last two bonus picks by three points. Don't go away. I'll have some more picks for that. Hopefully, you'll you'll listen to them. But I like Purdue. And watch my golf picks this week. Yes. Follow Mike on Twitter at North to North. Uh, I'm going to go North Carolina minus two in the matchup tonight uh, in the semifinal against How much Vox money do you want to go North Carolina for? So this is, this is our pool This is uh, that we're doing? That's um, what we're doing. We're up 25-125. we got a 25,000 bankroll. We're on our way. Because I'll tell you what, I'm going to take Purdue fi- uh, 500 minus the eight and a half, 200 on the money line. All right, go ahead uh, with the minus. We'll go with 500 minus the two for North Carolina. Is that Sounds all right? Good. That's Sounds a 1200. good. How about what? Are you done yet, or do you have I'm another? done. That's it. Oh, what about Randy? Rand? Rand? Uh, you know, I, Carm, I, I really like that North Carolina pick as well. I was going to go there. But okay. I'll, I'll go Wisconsin, minus two and a half. I like him. Against, How much? Uh, against Michigan State. Let's just do 500. Okay. And then uh, watch Sam Burns this weekend at the players. All right. Follow, All right, Rand. Follow Northy and Randy, because they'll give you some yep. players. Uh, they'll give you some tips over the weekend as they watch golf. Great, All right. Great weeks of winning, us guys. Let's All right. Go. Thanks, as always, to Tyler Aki and uh, Randy Merck and our entire crew for helping out. Great stuff, uh, as always, from Luke Pergandy and Jim Miller. And enjoy this weekend, everybody. It's a great sports weekend. Next weekend will be even better. And Mike and I will be back with you next Friday night. Until then, uh, we wish you the best. Happy wagering. We'll see you next week, Mikey. So long, everybody. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeValgo and Mike North on ESPN 1000.